welcome to this episode of Irreligiosophy, uh, the one true podcast and the only podcast that will be raptured in the clouds when Jesus returns. Yes, yes. We will find a way to escape that evil healer. Uh, we've just gotten back from a six-day road trip. Layton and I have had maybe something like 15 minutes of sleep for the past 48 hours. <laughs> we may well be incoherent. Yes, yes, it, it... If anything we say doesn't make sense beyond what normally doesn't make sense, there's a reason for it. We have been living off of beef jerky and Red Bull for the last 24 hours. And sunflower seeds. Oh my god, I forgot the sunflower seeds. That would explain the little corns in my shit earlier. (laughs) (laughs) You know, here at Religiosophy, uh, we put the emphasis truly on quantity rather than quality. (laughs) We'd rather just churn these things out, uh, and uh, rather than actually put any effort into it. I'd like to point out that you're the asshole who said we'd do it tonight, and I was the one that said, "Why don't we get a good night's sleep and do this tomorrow morning when we're actually awake?" Listen, how are we going to sell out when we don't put any podcasts out? What are we selling that we're going to sell out? Of? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing if we don't put any podcasts out. Thank you. Let's stop putting podcasts out. Halloween is so much cooler. Uh, What we're going to do this week is uh, we're going to take selected Jack Chick tracks and go over them. This has been uh, submitted by our audience, so uh, if the show sucks, it's your fault. Yes, yes. It it has nothing to do with the fact that we suck. It's you who sucks. I'm still tired from our trip, so I'm I'm not promising anything. (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't think our uh, our crowd expects us to promise anything um, except laziness, stupidity, and the regular normal shit. Yes, fortunately, our bar has been set low, so we don't have much to... <laughs> well, you know, uh, I was taking a look at the numbers this morning, and oddly enough, within three months, we have outdone exactly what we did last year. And my thoughts on that is what is wrong with you people you are violating the first law of irreligiosophy if you can't say it don't pass it on to other people you don't talk about irreligiosophy uh my thought about that is that we probably had six or seven different people visit during last year and those same six or seven visited again the first three months well that that may be true but (laughs) i don't get i don't get to give the fight club speech if we think like that (laughs) All right, before we get into the Jack Chick tracks, in lieu of the Mims Carter Skunk Dick of the Week, uh, we're actually going to talk about Mims Carter himself. Why why, why can't we get enough of this guy? Listen, he keeps pissing us off. Well, that's his own personal problem. He's up there with Glenn Beck. What are we supposed to say about that? Look, we excommunicated him from the podcast last week. He came crawling back on his hands and knees, begging to be re-instituted. Uh, um, let me read this email. Okay, so some skunk dick caught me with DJ. So what? I thought when you guys left the LDS, you rid yourselves of the whole exclusive committed relationship bullshit. I guess you were hanging on to some of that old, tired morality. Besides, we never signed a prenup or anything. I guess this is goodbye then. I wish you well, you fucking skunk dicks. DJ and I are going to the prom in Itawamba, Mims. P.S. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, that P.S. wasn't I, I in there, but yeah, I think I, it was implied. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure there was a finger, a picture of a finger in there somewhere, <laughs> maybe two. Now, look, since Mims um, 
wrote us this nice, respectful email. Uh, he must have listened to the Sean podcast and, uh, you know, taken Sean's words to heart that you just got to be nice to people, no matter what kind of dumb shit they believe. <laughs> Well, at least somebody listened to what Sean had to say. You know, I, I was beginning to feel that Sean came off like a retard. <laughs> so, because he was so apologetic, and actually the email sounded kind of desperate to come back, don't you think? That maybe we'll... we'll... See, well, there's the problem. It's like a clingy woman. Do yeah. we let her back knowing that she'll cook us everything, or do we keep pushing her away knowing that that'll just make her want us more? When you get tired, you have no inhibition anymore. <laughs> Those switches in your frontal lobe are just turned right off. They just come think, straight out. Why do you think the parties get wilder as the night goes on? As I get more tired, I just stop giving a shit. You're just drinking all the beers that have been purchased to us in one sitting. Yeah, pretty much. By the way, you assholes, Pocti's dead. Nice job. Yeah. We sent him down here to die for your sins, and ours sort of, and you couldn't even pay to give him a meal. Listen, uh, that barely covered the caviar for our six-day trip. I figured that a half of a can of tuna left out for him would be enough for those six days. Yeah, just because we forgot to unlock the bathroom so he could drink out of the toilet, that doesn't excuse the small amount of money you guys paid for Listen, his tuna fish. I figured he'd just squeeze the tuna fish and get the water out of that. <laughs> so that would explain why you uh, put the deadbolt on. It probably didn't help that I salted the half can of tuna. <laughs> well, you were flavoring it for That's him. Right. So, who <laughs> would... You know, the the death was tragic, but what was the worst part about it was it was totally unforeseeable. You could not have prevented that. No, no. Uh, Pacti died. It, it was by no fault of ourselves. If we would have known salting tuna fish and locking the bathroom door so he couldn't drink out of the toilet would kill him over just six days. Really? That, that's, that's a surprise to anybody. Well, actually, if you're feeling sad about Pakti, just remember that he died doing what he loved. <laughs> yes, he was scrawling out in his own dried-up, pudgy little blood. <laughs> if that was urine, it's awful brown. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you get dehydrated. <laughs> Yes, that, and we now have an entire show written in Pacti's feces. <laughs> that was, that was uh, Pacti's parting gift to you, was, was this show written in his own urine and feces as he lay dying on the floor. Okay, let's continue to Jack Chick. All right, the first uh, track we want to do is Oops. Oops, and I did it again. This has to be about Britney Spears, right? This is uh, a track written specifically to the African-American community, and I believe it's the uh, result of um, years of research into their community. Uh, I think Jack Chick actually lived in the projects uh, uh, for a long time, picked up the lingo, because this stuff is authentic. Well, you can you can tell because you can't if you fake if, this stuff. no, you can't fake this, and you can tell this that he knows all about the black community because if you look at his little uh, opening page, the uh, the title page on there where it says, "Oops, you have a demon masturbating in front of another one that's laughing." Now that speaks well for the black community. That I, I yeah, there are flames. Demon looks like he's uh, stroking his wanker and. Uh, 
the other demon looks like he's about to swallow it. So um, I guess oops might be referring to that. <laughs> oops. I grabbed oops. my dick and a demon, ejaculation. a demon fell on it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when a demon falls on my dick. God. All right, so this is all – it starts out by um, this poor black kid uh, – and actually everyone's black in there, so that's redundant. So this poor kid uh, overdosed on speed. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of funny because then all of a sudden you start seeing uh, little bubbles that say, Oh, no, Bobby told me he was going to do it. I didn't believe him. And then the next one, it states – he told me he had nothing to live for. So obviously, when you overdose on speed, you are really trying to commit suicide. It's not an accidental overdose, though that never happens. You don't accidentally take too much speed. You don't get, like, addicted and then gain a tolerance and then, you know, accidentally overdose looking for the next high. Um, what you do is you get really depressed and buy a bunch of speed and then overdose on it intentionally. That happened to my brother. It was sad. <laughs> so... Poor Bobby uh, is being taken into the ambulance, and he's thinking, gasp. Now, if only he would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> that was his problem. He would be alive today if he actually would have gasped, but since he thought it, that was it. That was the last chance. Now, also, I want to um, – there's a little uh, authentic bit of um, black hip-hop uh, lingo. Yeah, because we here at Irreligiosophy, we're down yo-yo, wiki-wiki. We know how to back it up. This guy has a little bandana on and a tank top, wife beater looking thing. And he says, wow, what a drag. I can't tell you how many rap videos I've watched when I've heard that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This next panel has this little kid watching him being loaded in the ambulance. And he says, man, it gives you the creeps, doesn't it? Yo, he's better off, kid. Uh, this lady has her hands on her face, and she's thinking S.O.B. I wonder, she really doesn't like this guy. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'd be saying that about that, too. God damn, I'm glad that son of a bitch that is dead. son of a bitch finally did it. <laughs> I should have got him the speed myself. <laughs> now, now, actually, this this really is true to life. This This Christian old guy walks up, and he says... Now comes the great question. They're closing the goddamn door on the ambulance for this kid who just overdosed on speed. And the guy comes up. Now comes the great question. Where will he spend eternity? Because this is the the time you really... This is uh, what we like to call um, a missionary moment in the LDS uh, vernacular. Yeah. Some kids just croaked. Terrible tragedy. Now's your chance. You need to get in there like a vulture, pounce on these people, and get them to convert to Jesus. You know, the bitch of it all is I've been to three funerals in my life, and two of them, this actually happened, where a Christian walked up to me and started discussing this same shit, and I'm just looking at him, and albeit I didn't react as these guys did. I basically told him to fuck off, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, well, part of every Mormon, if it's a Mormon funeral, um, they have like three people who talk, and one of the people who talk have to give a little Mormon lesson. At the goddamn funeral. You know, that always just kind of pissed me off. I mean, you're here to pretty much value the dead, the one who has recently departed, and they start giving you a goddamn lesson. And you're sitting there going, 
are we here to talk about this guy, or are you going to tell me about a special experience you had over here that made you believe in Christ even more? Yeah, well, that's what they do. I've heard of missionaries, you know, scouring the obituaries, because this is when they're vulnerable, right? That's yeah. Anyway, yeah. Th this kid says, what do you mean by that? Uh, because uh, he has no idea what this guy's talking about. The kid looks like he's 15 or 16. So yeah. the old guy goes, that young man will stand before his creator to be judged. If he didn't know Jesus Christ as his Lord and personal Savior, he is eternally lost. Now, hold on a second here. Just to warn the audience, this is where Jack Chick really gets into his black lingo. So you may require a translator to understand exactly what this phrase means. Yeah, it's like um, Airplane, where that June Cleaver lady comes up and says, it's okay, I speak jive, and then she proceeds to translate. Uh, all right, uh, so that, that warning given, here we go. Look out, here come the judge, here come the judge, ha ha. It's amazing, you know, um, the previous panel, that same guy says, that's all we need at a time like this, a fanatic. And then suddenly, <laughs> he can't say the word the. I don't know. He goes through there and he talks with articulation and then just right at that panel, while he's making fun, he just forgets how to say the. Th this kid says, hey, I've never heard anything like this before. Do you mean I'm lost? A uh, kid, if you're that old and you ain't heard of Christ, yeah, you're lost. Well, you know, here's what happens. The uh, African-American community is, is essentially a impenetrable bubble. They've walled themselves off from the rest of the world. Uh, they don't hear anything about Christianity. You know, they clearly don't have any gospel churches in the black community. Yeah. Um, these guys are all apparently pagans. They worship some deities from Africa. Uh, and these children go through um, completely sheltered, like the fundamentalist evangelical homeschooled white Christian kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and see, never I... hear about Jesus. Yeah, I, I've heard the FCC is actually battling with the black communities across America trying to have the chance to broadcast the airwaves into that community. Right, but um, it's, you know, like the terrorists on 24, these guys have uh, sophisticated jammers to block all the airwaves uh, except for BET. That's the only thing that gets yeah. through. Yeah, so... I, I've never watched BET before, but I'm sure they don't talk about Jesus on that. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. The kid gets to 15 or 16 and uh, never hears anything. No one in the whole community talks about this at all. Of course not. That's because they're all heathens. Yeah, this old dude must be an angel sent from the Lord because he's never heard about this before at all. Anyway, uh, the... the uh, bald dude with a mustache says now wait a minute god is a god of love he wouldn't put his creatures in hell there's a fatherhood of god and the brotherhood of man remember but what you're saying isn't in the bible that's right there's no theology apart from the bible by the way yeah oh, that's god. all you need um so the old guy goes on it's true he is a god of love the bible says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life Come on, let's face it. The Bible is filled with contradictions. Everybody knows it. Our most modern accredited theologians admit this. It's only written by men. Here we have again 
Satan speaking the truth. <laughs> it is filled with contradictions. I what think the you just gave away a... the ending, though, because they weren't supposed to know that the cool, suave black guy was Satan. <laughs> you just um, gave away the ending, you look, jackass. Look, I hate to spoil it for you, but um, all people, if you're not of God, you're against him. So he's uh-huh. either Satan or an agent of Satan. <laughs> well, see... I think in this panel, uh, there is some foreshadowing going on, because if you take a look at it, he is lighting a cigarette, and he is blowing smoke in the preacher's face all at the same time, but the most amazing thing is, he's raising one eyebrow. <laughs> no human can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, look, that's an impossibility. He is talking, lighting a cigarette, there is still a flame on his lighter. At the same time, there's this billowing smoke getting right into the guy's face. <laughs> it's it's un- it's supernatural. You can't you can't do this stuff without being Satan. If that kid is not smart enough to figure out that this dude can pull off some magic, scary shit, he deserves to burn in hell. So the old dude goes on. The Bible is God's inspired word. Those who claim it to be filled with contradictions simply do not understand it. Uh, that's true, you know, um, all these contradictions can be smoothed over. Uh, it just requires a massive amount of mental gymnastics and uh, an ability to accept that you're being intellectually dishonest because you're putting stuff into the text that isn't there. You're interpreting it yourself in your own peculiar way. Are you actually accusing these people of being intellectually dishonest? I can't believe that. Look at the liver spots on that old man. He is a man who does not need mental gymnastics. <laughs> In fact, he is a man we can obviously tell has never done mental gymnastics because he's, well, weak, flabby. That, yeah. Because he would have cracked his spine. Um, yeah. The yeah. the other, the cool suave dude, um, you can tell is a lot smarter because he's got a, a jeweled necklace and he opens his shirt halfway to show his manly chest hair. I would like to grab a hold of that. Well, I'm not going to waste my time arguing about it. Let's go. Wait up, friend. I want to hear him just a little more. Then we'll cut out. <laughs> Again, authentic uh, African-American lingo here. This is yeah. this is torn straight from the black community. He must this... have listened to tons of rappers and hip-hop artists to, to get this stuff like we'll cut out. Yeah, th- This is National Geographic quality here. Yes, he he is actually reporting perfectly. <laughs> he doesn't say then we'll just leave this facility. He actually yep. uses some lingo. Yeah, cut out. I mean, I, unfathomable. I would have never thought of that. So now the kid has an honest question. If I'm going to hell, how can I miss it and go to heaven? Well, Christ, who created the universe, invaded our planet in the form of a man being born of a virgin. I'm pretty sure the invasion happened while God was impregnating her. <laughs> because he... <laughs> It actually says Christ invaded our planet. <laughs> yeah, it actually says he invaded our planet. I wonder if that's just the exact same invasion he did to Mary there. Because oh, uh, that, that would explain volcanoes. There's Christ flying in on a spaceship with a bunch of uh, tanks and uh, other rocket ships and uh, invading our planet. It's awesome. I love it. That, that image is uh, beautiful. Yeah, well, after he invades... He arises from the dead to become our only defender, but only if we accept him as our Lord and Savior. So basically, he comes down, he takes over the world, 
dies, comes back, and now he'll defend us, but only if we worship him. Now that uh, th- is what I call a successful invasion. He yeah. invades our planet, gets himself fucking crucified, <laughs> and croaks. <laughs> Way to go, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's it's just like Cyrus against Artaxerxes II. If Cyrus would have made it in there and killed him, we'd all be worshipping Cyrus, but no! <laughs> Cyrus had to die, and too bad he couldn't raise, because then we could have him as a defender. Now again, um, when, st- when the Christian tells that stuff to you, you don't just roll your eyes and go, God, what a fucking idiot. What happens, really, is you get all sweaty and grimacy and point your finger and say, Of all the trash I've ever heard, that takes the cake! And I wonder if that's authentic lingo as well. Your sure religion is. is outdated and one of fear. It's nuts like you who must be locked up. In fact, you're a menace to our society. Son, if you accept <laughs> Christ, you have everything to gain and nothing to lose. This is Pascal's wager. But to oh, reject yes. him, you have nothing to gain and everything to lose. Please read this carefully. And I think he's handing him a Jack Chick track. It's either that or uh, what he pulled out of a fortune cookie. 2,500 years from tonight, you will remember this meeting. <laughs> where, where does he pull these numbers out of his ass? 2,600 years from tonight, you will totally forget it. Yes, and 2,700 years from tonight, you will realize how much of a jackass I really am. <laughs> Love the next panel. He goes, let's go. I've had this is a suave black guy. Let's go. I've had it. He elbows the guy in the back. Ugh, whack. And out of the guy's pockets come like 80 Christian tracks <laughs> <laughs> which could just that is true to life that goes to show that he's here at the death of this dude and he is all sorts of ready to just spread that Christian loving word now get ready for some uh, more authentic lingo and I can't translate this for you because it is so authentic there there really is no translation into, beyond your capabilities in, into yeah so he says hey Hey, cool it. You don't have to work him over. He didn't do anything to you. I'm, I didn't understand that. I don't understand what that means either. I don't quite know how to comment on something I don't understand. Anyway, you see him rip up the Jack Chick tract, and uh, I can guarantee this is where this comes from. He watches people rip up his dumbass tracts all the time and just figures, Oh, there's another one for Satan. Hey, but I promised the old guy that I'd read that. Look, let me straighten you out. I've got all the answers. I guess he did sound a little off. That comes after he goes, Ha, ha, again, jackass. No, you gotta read the bubble up here. I guess he did sound a little off. Why why would I read that? God, I... (laughs) A little off? Ha, ha, he's so far off that they'll soon be feeding him under the door. He's mad. Uh, that must be more black lingo, because I didn't understand that either. He's so far off. Or it could have been off. the way I was reading it. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty authentic hip-hop uh, ebonics there, Leighton. I'm very I'm impressed. Down. I'm down. Uh, so now they're in a car. Um, I guess apparently they drove to the scene of this overdose. <laughs> I know, I hear about a, a drug overdose, and I think, hmm, let's climb in the car and head straight there. <laughs> So the suave guy, uh, still smoking, just follow the Ten Commandments and believe in the golden rule and you'll be okay. Remember, God helps them who help themselves. 
Jesus was a great teacher, but he was only a man. Okay, I'll listen to you from now on. And what a jackass God would be. So we're down here, we're good people, we're following the golden rule, you follow the Ten Commandments, and he still, at the very end, says, fuck you, you're going to hell. Well, God, kiss my ass. Uh, yeah, the, Jack Chick's God is a total dick. He's a total asshole. Uh, and this, this tract is actually proof positive of that. I mean, this is amazing. So they're driving along. The guy uh, says, he's going on, he's lecturing him now. There is no sin. You are your own salvation. Heaven and hell are here on earth, and... Hey, look! There's a train coming! And sure enough, there is a train coming. Uh, the next panel, that train is literally right at the edge of the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking they are bumper to bumper. And this kid is, I don't think I should. And the the suave black guy says, eh, go ahead. You can make it. You're touching bumpers, jackass. <laughs> it's amazing to me that in the panel after that, he got all the way onto the train tracks. <laughs> yeah. didn't just Maybe rip the train off was bumper. just sitting there waiting, and then it just attacked. So this is awesome. Wheels are flying out. The train crashes into it. It's all mangled. Uh, I just love the dead body hanging out the side. <laughs> to get trampled. I mean, and, of course, the um, caption says, yeah! <laughs> it's almost Isn't like that supposed to be the attack cry. It's almost like the Dukes of Hazard. Yeehaw! <laughs> so uh, now he's dead, and and of course he's in hell, and he doesn't know where we are because he's never heard of Christianity before. Where are we? He's never heard of hell. This is the place where the lost go temporarily. This is not purgatory, as many believe. There is no such place. You'll be here until you stand before the great white throne and be judged by God on doomsday. But can Jesus be my savior now? Of course not. You died in your sins. It's too late. You had your chance. Now he must be your judge. Now this little kid's angry. He says, hey, friend, remember all those things you told me? You were wrong. You goofed. I, I don't know anybody who would be so angry to discover that you'd been lied to your entire life and you were going to hell, and they say you goofed. You I'm goofed. pretty sure there might be a little bit stronger language in there. And so here we go. The Scooby-Doo ending of this is that uh, he says, No, little buddy, I wasn't wrong. And he pulls off the mask and he says, You were wrong. You didn't accept Jesus Christ as your own personal Lord and Savior. And he's got little, you know, he's, of course, Satan and demon and has a bunch of horns and... Smiling, big old canine teeth. And once again, God is an asshole. Because Not only is God an asshole, he's totally ineffectual. You know, yeah. here's God trying to give this kid a chance. This kid doesn't know shit. He doesn't know anything about Jesus. Uh, here's his one chance, and he sends this old dude uh, that Satan totally works over. Well, not only sends him, but sends him once. Whereas this kid is following around. He's, uh, he's friends with this black guy, or Satan, because they're driving in the car, they've been talking, they're friends. So why the hell isn't God sending somebody else to be his friend, to walk beside him? And then, you know, just like the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other. But no, God's way of doing it is to send an old guy once after this Satan has already befriended the boy and then moving on from there. God is an asshole. Yeah, God sends this old dude... Satan sends this totally suave guy with a mustache and he's smoking. And uh, uh, God's like, eh, gave it my best shot. What can yeah. you do? 
I tried, but you just can't reach the kids today. I, I guess I'll just torture him for eternity. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Love how God allows the uh, uh, Satan, God allows Satan to tear up the Jack Chick track. That totally would have converted him if God just would have uh, got that into his hands. Yeah, yeah. Why not make the Jack Chick track impenetrable? Or why do you have to? Why do you have to kill the kid? (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't you have allowed the train to be fifteen minutes late and allow the kid a second chance? Maybe allow the accident to happen. The kid survives, and uh, oh wait. The uh, the friend is dead. Then you can send in the old guy with liver spots. <laughs> All, right. All right, so moving on. All right, well, the one I, I think we should start with is Fairy Tales. And the reason why is the cover of this Fairy Tales tract is this fat fairy with tiny little wings and a tattoo on his hairy arm. That right there is worth starting out at. Well, sure, and he appears to be a transvestite because he's in a skirt. I think those are his boxers. The... <laughs> <laughs> Just those... really, really flowy, so he long, has a long, long flowing boxers. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is probably Jack Chick's most rational um, tract. I wouldn't go... Well, you know, you're you're probably right, especially in the very first window where it's death to the monster, kill Harry, and then you have... Thou shalt not kill. <laughs> That's probably his parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pointing out that God has said thou shalt not kill. We'll now speak with Harry's parents, Mr. and Mrs. Garner. Tonight their son will be executed. We can't believe this is happening. Harry was such a sweet little boy. Okay, you know, I'm sorry I have to stop you there. Take a look at the reporter. Do you really think a woman slash man, whatever that thing is, would make it on TV? What kind of <laughs> what kind of face is that for a reporter? I think it's got like a gap tooth. And <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what kind of reporter is he portraying here? This must be in the seventies, where all reporters looked like that. <laughs> kind of hunched back, troll looking, <laughs> trench coat wearing reporters. Well, you know, from the from the second screen, that nose almost looks like a witch's nose. Maybe there's some f- sort of foreshadowing going on here. Oh, I'm sorry, you were talking about a sweet little boy. Oh. <laughs> I love the father. Got a single tear rolling down his cheek, and he's going, sob, sob. <laughs> Actually, that's the tattoo he got in prison for how many people he's killed. <laughs> A little tear on his cheek. <laughs> yeah, the little tear. That's that's the uh, that's the prison tat he got for killing someone. Yeah, I love the next frame where uh, she's saying my baby would never do a thing like that. He was so innocent. And the reporter says, so why do they call him the monster? Oh, that's nice tact. <laughs> <laughs> Not only tact, but Jack, do you really think you could come up with a realistic name? When was the last time you turned on the news and heard... Uh-oh, the monsters at it again. Well, I think they call him the monster because that's the, the name the parents gave to him. Oh, that makes sense because, uh, I mean, why is it Osama bin Laden doesn't have a name like the monster? That's right. This kid is um, Harry the Monster Garner. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just his name. It's yeah. just his middle name. And so her response to that should be, well, that was my uncle's name, and we really... <laughs> <laughs> On his mother's side. Yeah. Why not? 
So Jack Chick takes us back in time, uh, and we watch Harry's childhood unfold, and this this kind of clues you in, in a very subtle way, what happened to little Harry. Yes, yes, so he comes out with his tooth. Mom, my tooth fell out. Oh, the tooth fairy, a magical lady. She's going to come and give you some money tonight and herpes. What? <laughs> That's what it says in the Jack Chick tract. I'm just quoting. She flies around and gives money when you leave her your tooth. And herpes. Uh, and so she shows him how to put it under the pillow. Uh-huh. And he's so excited. He's, he's double-fisted excited. I don't think we should talk about fisting at this point. <laughs> I know you'll come, Tooth Fairy, because Mommy promised. <laughs> oh, she... my God. I know you'll come, Tooth Fairy, after we're talking about fisting. <laughs> Do you realize what you just said? <laughs> Layton, think of the children. I am thinking of the children, and none of them are listening to our podcast. Because Mommy promised she'd never lie. And so now the father comes back. Harry, guess what? Santa Claus is coming to town. But not for you, because you're a bad little child. I love Look, it. Daddy? This kid's. This kid says, when, Daddy, when? Next week. He hasn't clued his kid in on Christmas until December 18th. <laughs> well, you know, he shouldn't have clued him in at all. Then he could have saved some money instead of buying the kid gifts. He's already got a bunch of toys. There's like a little calculator. I don't know what kid his age plays with a calculator. There's a calculator. What about that spinning top thing? When was the last time you saw a kid play with that? Yeah, isn't that a dreidel? Yeah, it's and... a dreidel. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> and a car and a ball. Oh, God. Look, Daddy, I picked up my toys, and Mommy says I've been very good. He didn't yep. pick up his toys. They're all over the floor. Sure he did, in the next screen. So there's Santa. Um, the kid... This kid is very skeptical, so we were talking about evidence-based uh, Christmasing right here. Yeah, they yeah, took him to the especially mall. Especially evidence-based on this house that has a picture of a dog raising its tail, probably to take a crap, and a cat that looks like it's about to claw somebody as pictures hanging up in this house. Yeah, this, this kid uh, can't believe it. He gets to talk to Santa. I'll never forget this day. Now I know Santa's for real. Right, Mom? They look a little shocked that he would ever ask this question. And I, I would like to point out that behind it, the sign says, Merry Chistmas. <laughs> oh, really? How about the other one right beside it where you have Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer that seems to be eating his way through the Christmas tree? <laughs> I don't know what kind of strange pagan holiday this Chistmas is. Well, it, it it has something to do with that boy grabbing both of their asses. <laughs> I'm going to institute a war on Chistmas. Yeah, uh, he says, thank you, Santa Claus, I love you. I'll never stop believing in you, ever. And he's holding up, I don't know, a Superman comic, maybe, and a T-Rex or Godzilla. That's that's what it looks like. Um, Why does this cat, kid have a telescope, though? I mean, what are they giving this kid to play with? Telescopes, dreidels, calculators? Oh, yeah, listen, this this kid's going to be one fucked up kid. Yeah. yeah. It that, wasn't that much the lies about Santa Claus or anything like that. It's because he got a telescope for Christmas. Yeah, that's enough to fuck you up for years. Now, in the next panel, the two parents say, Shall we tell him? You tell him. No, I'm not going to break his little heart. They're sweating bullets about this. Yeah, that's true. And if you notice... He doesn't have his prison tat, so he hasn't killed anybody yet. Yeah, that happens later. Uh-oh, three months later, the pastor says, 
Next Sunday, we will have an Easter egg hunt right after sunrise service. Well, we should point out that this looks like a Catholic pastor, too. So, oh, is he Catholic? I've seen those robes on a Catholic priest, so... Well, that'll fuck up a kid, too. He's molested by his pastor or priest. Well, that's why that kid is so happy. <laughs> There's sunbeams coming out of that kid. He's so happy. I want to be a sunbeam. Again... The kid is, has uh, one week warning about Easter. He's never heard about it before. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, this is the amazing thing. Why is it everybody's keeping these secrets and then just springing them on him? Hey, it's the Tooth Fairy. You've never heard of that? You are stupid. <laughs> and this is one of my favorite panels. He's standing out there waiting to hug the Easter Bunny, and he says, Are you Jesus? And the Easter Bunny actually says, Gulp exclamation point. And there's a little bead of sweat that's jumping off the Easter Bunny. Yeah, When have you ever heard a child run up and say, are you Jesus, to Look, the Easter Bunny? Like I said, you, you, you take it up the ass from a pastor, uh, your whole world is thrown into... You know, I can understand that, and you know, <laughs> maybe the reason why is the pastor, while doing that, was screaming, Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> and he was wearing a bunny outfit at the same time. Yeah, there probably was an Easter bunny in the room while he's molesting the child. Masturbating in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> maybe we should do this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Our fans demanded it. We'll give it to them with only an hour of sleep. <laughs> you guys wanted it? Here you go. Oh, God. Now, black caption. The day that changed Harry forever. Yeah, you know, I, I can't figure out. Are they calling him stupid or is he calling them stupid? I think they're calling him stupid. Although, I can understand why he's on fire. It is a little bizarre, because it says they're liars, and it's hovering right over that kid who's pointing to him. Yeah, uh, who are you oh, pointing to? Oh, I gotcha. No, there is no Santa Claus. Everyone knows that. Your mom and dad lied to you. They're liars. <laughs> but the the boy who said that is the one with the they're liars over the top of him. It was just, you know, a little bit of added uh, emphasis. Yeah, afterwards, Jack Chick's just like, you know what? Calling the mom and dad a liar just isn't good enough. No, you got to type it above his head. Um, I, I need to tell this bully that uh, when you say your mom and dad lied to you, that kind of already implies that they're liars. You really don't have to say it. <laughs> Are you really saying that some 10-year-old child can't repeat themselves? I love how this little kid, um, who's smaller than the kid that he's picking on, because that happens a lot. Yeah. He's about half his size. But he has a uh, close-cropped marine hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a very good point. Uh, he may have just come out of boot camp. Yeah, he, he, he came out of boot camp for six-year-olds. So this really infuriates uh, Harry the monster. Um, in, yeah, in, fast, in fact, the monster combusts right on the spot. Yeah, he is threatening spontaneous combustion there. There are flames coming out of his shoulders. Uh, and he actually says, Yeah! I'll kill you both! I've said that often when I look at a bully. Yeah, um, I can't. You know, if I had a nickel for every time I said that to a kid, 
even last week. Yeah, last week, you know, I actually saw Charlie doing this. This seven-year-old kid came up and bullied him out of his lunch money, and Charlie screamed, yeah. Now, to be fair, that was a seven-year-old Thai kid. He didn't bully me. He stole my lunch money. Yeah, bully you, my ass. You were crying about the way he kicked your shin. Mrs. Garner, this is the principal calling. Harry has been arrested. What? He's only eight years old. That's what happens when you kill two kids. You get arrested. Yeah, well, it served him right for saying there was no Santa Claus. A terrorist act in Main Street Elementary School. What? <laughs> Main Street Elementary School. Terrorist act? Uh, what should we call this elementary school? Well, it is on Main Street. Done. <laughs> no more thought involved. That is the name. His identity has been withheld pending notification of because it, it ends in the death of a student. Well, I thought he was going to kill them both. What a pussy. He just killed the shorter one, probably. Well, that's why he was caught. There was a witness that got away. The youth responsible is in police custody. School has been shut down as parents try to cope with this tragedy of losing their child bully. Yeah. A shame to the entire community. I love it. <laughs> Next panel. He's uh, in a hospital bed with a little pillow. And his dad is a little angry. Why is he tied down? For his protection. No! <laughs> Please tell me why his being tied down is for his protection. <laughs> Apparently so he doesn't repeatedly punch himself in the face. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why in the next panel he's got like one huge black eye. He just kept <laughs> repeatedly punching himself in the face. And look, you're right. He got that same tattoo on his cheek because he killed a man. Oh, you're right. Yeah, there it is. He's got his prison tat already in the hospital. Little tattoo. Everyone said you're liars, but I defended you. Santa is real, right, Mom and Dad? You know, this actually happened to me, too. When I found out Santa wasn't real, uh, I snapped and I killed a kid in, in the third grade. That's a good thing you had a good lawyer. Oh, your dad. Yeah, that was fortunate. <laughs> you got off easy. You should have seen the shit I had to go through when I killed my first kid for telling me Santa Claus wasn't real. Listen, I wasn't so lucky uh, with the Easter Bunny Massacre, but that's an entirely different story. Eh, for me, it was the Tooth Fairy. I mean, taking that wand and... We'll just end <laughs> there. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, son, <laughs> your mom and I pretended to be Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy. Gulp! It's a good thing she thought it, because if he would have heard that, he might have been angry. Right. I love how she thinks gulp. So God and Jesus are fairy tales too, right? Answer me! You know, well, this this is like a flashback when your kids discovered there was no Santa Claus tooth fairy or Easter bunny. I mean, th this, this really happened. I, I did uh, have to place them in four-point restraints for their own protection. Because uh, they kept punching themselves in the face. <laughs> Um, now listen, Jack Chick doesn't know it, but this is absolutely true. Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, all made up. They actually have more evidence than Jesus, right? Because you wake up on Christmas, <laughs> and there are actually presents there, right? Yeah. Someone has taken a bite out of that cookie and drank some milk, right? There's actual evidence. This is an excellent introduction to skepticism for these children. There's evidence of this stuff. 
Um, and they don't think of any plausible alternative explanation, such as their parents doing it. Well, when they find out, uh, they should be skeptical about all the other stuff their parents are trying to sell them, like Jesus and God, right? I've, you know, I had an atheist friend who said, I'm not, I am not, I'm drawing a line. I'm not telling a lie to my kid about Santa Claus. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is the perfect introduction to skepticism. (laughs) So you sit your kid down when they're eight years old and you say, look, there isn't a Santa Claus. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? There isn't a Santa Claus. That's right, you little shit. There is no Santa Claus. I fooled your ass. (laughs) I just sit there and laugh at him. That'll only happen once, so enjoy that moment. Yeah, that's true. It, it, it's one of those bonding moments, and Charlie caught his moment with his children on camera. So we'll be <laughs> posting that on Irreligiosophy so you can share in the moment where Charlie pointed at his crying children and laughed. <laughs> oh, you dumbasses. Just think about the rest of that stuff, huh? Think about what you don't have evidence for that you still believe. Eat that, you little eight-year-old shit! <laughs> Well, they would eat it, but they were tied down at the time, so they wouldn't have <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. So, this kid is really upset. He says, you lied to me. You promised you'd never lie. I don't know. I'd never promise that to my kids. No, no. Lying to them is half the fun, but... Of course. The, the funny thing is, is this is what happens to every child. You lie to them, your parents lie to them, even once, and all of a sudden, they don't believe anybody. Well, correct. Everything everyone has ever told them is a lie, and you end up in the psychiatric hospital uh, with a gigantic, oversized head. I, and I don't know why his jaw. I don't know why his head inflated to three times an hour. It's like the Grinch's heart. It grew three <laughs> sizes that day. When he stops believing in things, his head grows and his wits <laughs> to support the brain. <laughs> Come on, son! It was just a fantasy game. <laughs> They're trying to reason with this kid. No, you're liars, and I'll never believe anything you say again. (laughs) It's like a watermelon with a toothpick. So, (laughs) one week later, Harry faces the court. You little monster, says the judge. You little monster. Why are they always bringing his middle name into this? (laughs) Your schoolyard incident was your first offense, but last night you strangled your cellmate. He deserved it, the little monster says. And the judge throws the book at him. He's not going to get out until he's 18. And then the kid, in uh, in a feat of uh, <laughs> complete lack of self-preservation, says, When I get out, you're next. <laughs> now again... Yeah, I've heard the, that same thing shouted in every court I've been to. <laughs> that really helps at your parole hearing. <laughs> what are you going to do when you get out? Oh, I'm, I'm going to kill the judge. Yeah, yeah, the judge who put me here, he's going down. Now, this, this kid, um, you know that he's a bad seed because his collar's pulled up. You see that? He's cool, though. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's true. He's got, like, the Fonzie finger going on. Hey! He's got the Fonzie finger that uh, his whole hand is about the size of his ear. I don't know what kind of malformed, uh, maybe... Mom did some speed while she was uh, pregnant with the kid, and he ended up <laughs> not fully developing. Unbelievable. All right, well, that, so that could explain why his pointer finger is all black. I can I wonder where he's been sticking that. My... <laughs> hey, Judge, smell my finger. <laughs> what does this smell like to you, Judge? <laughs> Two years later, it looks like Harry has a black cellmate. You know, you know how I know this? Because he has corn rolls. 
No, I'm talking about this panel right here because his name is Jamal. Oh, that one. Harry. Could it be the black hand that's holding on to a bar? <laughs> that, that was my second hint. What about the tat on this guy's arm? Yeah, what is the, that? The chaplain's got a tat. He's got a little cross, it looks like. He's a prison chaplain, so he, you know he's got to be like he's well, been there. That would explain the goatee, but where where does the tech come from? <laughs> yeah, this is actually this is this was my second clue um, that the guy was black because he says yo <laughs> <laughs> yo Chaplain Lorenzo, how'd you sneak in? The warden hates your guts. So here we go. You said you had a hard question for me, Jamal. And I Jamal says, This is just another fairy tale from this asshole next to me. Only a fool would believe that. Jesus is real. He's no, f- <laughs> he's no fairy tale. Well, you you showed me, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's that clutches it right there. That yeah, that solves yeah. it. That it answers it, my it question. Corn rolls. I can't get past them. Do you believe that that black people can only do one thing with their hair? Corn rolls. Now, are you saying corn rolls with an L? Oh, corn rows. <laughs> <laughs> that all makes sense now. <laughs> I often wondered why they called it a roll. <laughs> I just figured maybe they were rolling it up. <laughs> Had no idea. Oh God. He's the most important person in the universe. You don't mess around with Jesus. He's God Almighty and will judge you when you die. When he rose from the dead, there were over 500 eyewitnesses. This is great, right? So he quotes the Bible to prove that Jesus is true. It's just some Muslim saying, yeah, according to the Quran, Islam is true. Wow. That's amazing. What a coincidence. Quotes the fucking Bible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, <laughs> Mr. Cornrow says, and they all knew it was him. <laughs> that was either him taking a shit in the urinal or disagreeing, I can't tell. Yeah, I think that tail of the dialogue balloon's pointing to the wrong area of his body. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, they should be begging for a courtesy flush at this point. Let me tell you how it happened. When Jesus... And I know that that's how he said it, because it's italicized and bolded. When Jesus left heaven to come to this dark, sin-cursed earth, he was the light of the world. He was born of a virgin and became a man. He never sinned. The world hated him and still does. I, I, I don't understand that. Why? We we hate him because he's perfect? Uh, Well, he goes on to that two panels from now. Um... So the next panel, the world is filled with evil people, liars, hypocrites, pagans, and God-haters. You can tell because uh, there is a witch down there. It looks like a freaking 10-year-old girl in a witch costume. But uh, has the nose of the reporter above. <laughs> there's a mean little angry librarian holding a sign that says, No prayers! <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissed off. No prayers. There's, of course, your token uh, Muslim and uh, some dude who's there apparently just because he's Chinese and the worst god-hater of the world uh, some sort of anthropologist maybe with some I was thinking paleontologist because he is holding up a bone and pointing at it that's a chicken bone (laughs) 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 he just ate 
I guess he's, he's a professor, a, right? Yeah, uh, some sort of obviously. yeah, field professor with some dumb jungle hat on. You uh, know, that's a safari hat. Yeah, clearly Jack Chick has never actually attended college, so he just has <laughs> to make something up for a professor. <laughs> Here we find out why the world hates Jesus. When Jesus healed the blind and raised the dead, the religious crowd feared and hated him. Um, you know, I have to deal with that every day, being a doctor, too. I heal people, and, uh, you know, I'm pretty much an outcast in my community. People just hate my guts. Well, I know God hates you. He's trying to kill that person, and you keep putting a stop it, to it. It is God's will. These, these, these kids have strep, and, uh, you know, I'm giving them antibiotics. I'm thwarting God's will. That'll teach you. Jesus Christ, the one who created us, paid for our sins with his own blood. Parentheses, God's blood. Well, you don't have to put that in parentheses. It's the same person. Yeah. Isn't that the Trinity? Yeah, exactly. So Jesus save us from God's terrifying judgment. He died, but three days later. Wouldn't that be him saving everybody from his terrifying judgment? Yes. Very strange. It's like he's got multiple personality disorder. Jesus rose from the dead and later went back to heaven. He will forgive anyone who believes in him and receives him as their Lord and Savior. Now, this is interesting because um, I heard uh, some other atheists, can't remember where this is from, maybe a different podcast. They were talking about the death of Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if it means anything, if the death of Jesus means anything, he actually had to die, right? Yep. But they're saying that he died and rose. So basically what he's doing is he's just changing location. <laughs> he was on earth and now he's over in heaven. That's not a sacrifice. That doesn't really mean anything. He didn't really die. He just kind of floated off into the clouds. Now he's sitting up in heaven. Big deal. You know, that actually makes sense. That, that's something I've never actually considered. The fact that death is terrifying to us because we don't know what there is after this. Jesus knew. So it, it wasn't really a sacrifice. He's just like, eh, all right. Yeah, big deal. So what? So what? I'm uh, going with my father. So after this little speech, uh, the uh, cornrow dude goes, I'd be a fool to say no. Uh, he's <laughs> utterly convinced uh, by this speech of this pastor's, which yeah, is, yep. by the way, completely evidence-free and um, logic-free as well. <laughs> almost a non-sequitur, these string of sentences, you know, that just are related purely by the fact that the one follows the other one. Uh, not really an argument, just the guy's just reading scripture to him. And then, you know, Harry, though, is not convinced. Why? He's been fooled before. That ain't going to happen again. It's yeah. all a lie. I don't want any part of him. Yeah, unless you bring the Easter Bunny to me right now and I stab him to death to make sure he's real, I won't believe. I don't want any part of him. Well, Cornrow says, You just turned God down? He died for us, and you slapped him in the face. I'd like to slap God in the face. I'd like to slap God in the face, too. I told you I'd like to slap him in the face with a platypus. <laughs> is it? Is it a is bird it or is it a mammal? It, what the hell? God, we're trying to categorize your creations, and you toss that into the mix? What the hell? I'd like to slap God in the face for the low back. Kiss my ass, fucker. <laughs> Many patients I see with back pain every day. Asshole. Jamal got saved that day and was released three years later. Wh what about Harry? What happened to Harry, Layton? Well, Harry, ten years after his l release, got up on the ten most wanted list with Osama bin Laden. Harry the Monster Garner, right next to Osama. He was soon captured and sentenced to death for his vicious crimes. All right, let me point out. 
that the FBI list doesn't work after 10 years Osama bin Laden still there and they just happen to stumble across Harry Garner if you make it to that list you're free to go no one will ever find you the chaplain's here Harry I don't want to see him oh yes you do and you can tell it's, it's this black guy you can tell he's a Christian now because he doesn't have cornrows anymore yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's very nicely cropped, and he's going bald. Harry blew his last chance. Uh, you shouldn't blow your pastor that comes to see you. That's not a good way to end life. Yeah, that's that's probably not forgivable at that point. <laughs> well, he was denying the pastor, so I, I don't think he really minds what he's doing. I never stop praying for you. It's almost over, but Jesus still loves you. Well, I don't love him. And so the that pastor said, sure told him. pastor said, all right, well, look, you're going to die in four hours. You mind, you mind blowing me before you go? Yeah. yeah, just get on your knees. You've been doing it for the last ten years in prison anyway. Harry blew his last chance. He was executed four hours later. I did, and here we are in heaven now. What? I, wait, wait. I love that he says, I never stop praying for you. Really? Well, why is it any different than if you weren't praying for him? Yeah, Jesus didn't listen. Jesus didn't listen. Why didn't Jesus come down and say, Okay, Harry, we realize your middle name is Monster, but you got to put a stop to the Osama bin Laden thing. We, yeah, we, uh, it's Jesus' choice, man. Why doesn't he just yeah. save him? And then the Mormon church would say, Well, you know, it depends on when the track was written. If it was before 1978, God doesn't listen to black people. After 1978. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God's up there going, uh, Sorry, Jamal, I don't speak jive. <laughs> if if I have to talk to you with a translator, you ain't getting in. <laughs> so Harry floats up to heaven, and there's that big old blank-faced Jesus with the sunbeams coming out of him sitting on his throne. He says, I did everything I could do for you. Oh, yeah, well, you, you could have appeared to him, I don't know, maybe talked to him once or twice. Yeah, Depart yeah, from yeah. me, ye that work iniquity. You want us to call you father, and you haven't bothered to talk to us even once? Right. Jackass. Yeah, where's how come I didn't get an allowance from Jesus when I was a kid? Yeah, yeah, all I got was slapped around by your stupid followers. Jesus is no fairy tale. You'll face him on the day of judgment. Bring it on, so, asshole. So because of Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and all that stuff, uh, little Harry went on to a life of crime, and uh, Jesus refused to save him. Well, I know I'd turn to a life of crime if I saw the f <laughs> the tooth fairy wearing a skirt. <laughs> Transvestite tooth fairy. <laughs> yeah, because when he bent over to take the money out from underneath my pillow, that was a full-on shot. Yeah, that that um, <laughs> that's unnesssary. That's not All worth right, the so... fifty cents you leave me, tooth fairy. <laughs> yeah, really. Put some pants on. All right. Finally, Leighton's suggestion: a late entry called the Last Generation. And this one is just too filled with insanity to pass up. This is just amazing shit. This is, um, Jack Chick will, I think, go down in history as the Nostradamus of our time. He was able to predict the future with terrifying accuracy. Yeah, yeah, especially considering he has been publishing these gospel tracts for over 40 years. So when you look at the first panel where it says, the near future, you know that it's coming right now. Yeah, unfortunately, um, the news reporter in there appears to be straight out of the early 70s. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time you saw one of them, what do they call that, an ascot? Yeah. When, have, when, when have you seen a news reporter wearing an ascot? But it says near future, so <laughs> anytime. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, it's coming. <clears throat> Hold your breath. So, from the World Court headquarters in Rome, standby Supreme Justice Mahoney addresses the world. You know, he may have done this in the 80s. Wasn't there a police academy where the guy was named Mahoney? <laughs> well, there he is. He's all grown up and he's the Supreme Wearing Justice. Wearing an ascot and, uh, yeah. Of the world court. <laughs> it is the decision of this court. Anyone who claims that Jesus Christ is the only way to the Father in heaven shall be committed to a mental camp for treatment and or be executed. You know, th- this sounds exactly like what happened in, uh, in Rome, back with the early Christians. This is exactly how it went down. Yeah, yeah, the shoe's on the other foot now. Now the Christians are in the pagan uh, place. So yeah. so this is his greatest fear, right? That the, that the shoe will be turned, and instead of the Christians having the power, the pagans will have the power, and they'll do the exact same thing to them that the Christians yeah. did to the pagans. Yeah, because all who oppose <clears throat> this new law are officially enemies of the state. My favorite part of that panel is the Supreme Justice says um, that these these criminals will be committed to a mental camp for treatment and or be executed. Why in the fuck would you treat them and then execute them? Why? <laughs> That's not a waste of money. <laughs> well, it, it's kind of one of those gotcha moments. Maybe they've... <laughs> He's cured. All right, execute him. him. He's cured. Execute him. You're on (laughs) candid camera. Gotcha. Aw, damn. (laughs) Damn, I thought I made it to Jesus. (laughs) All right, now we have a panel with a bunch of uh, Christians uh, watching the Supreme Court Justice on TV. What does it mean? Connie, one way or another, we may be moving into our mansions in heaven soon. What a dick. How does he know he's got a mansion in heaven? Well, see, that comes down to the whole pride thing. We've been good Christians. We are going to get a mansion, and everybody else is going to burn in hell. Well, thanks, jackass. I hope the flames from our bodies burning warm your mansion, and then every once in a while when I let out a a good rip, you have to smell it. Persecution, new killer diseases, earthquakes, and wars everywhere. All prove this is the last generation. Oh. God, what? <laughs> That's never happened. No one's ever been persecuted before. Killer diseases yeah. never pop up. Earthquakes, I can't remember the last earthquake we had. And wars, so goddamn rare. Yeah, yeah, they never happen. Oh, wait. Crack a history book and follow it year after year. There's Within every decade, there's wars. So he talks about us. persecution, killer diseases, earthquakes, and wars everywhere, and then goes on to say... That's why I'm so excited. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm wanking one out right now. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I love to hear about human suffering because that just puts me up. He then quotes Paul. He goes, listen to this. For I reckon that the sufferings of the present time are not worthy to, com- to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us, Romans 8.18. I had, really, that says reckon? <laughs> well, I know. reckon. Paul Paul's was like, a country fella. He's like Yosemite Sam. I reckon Sam. that ain't such a good thing. <laughs> Darn tootin'. <laughs> the world has nothing. He's cooking no more beans. But as Christians, we have everything. You jackass. The darker it is in the world, Charles, the brighter our hope becomes. Ugh. Now, the next panel has their roof, and it says 742 on it. I have no idea why, and he never mentions why. I get maybe the they're in a little 
a Christian quarter where all these guys are Christians or something? Well, maybe he's he's trying to liken himself to the Holocaust at this point, where they would uh, number the Jews and number their prisoners, that sort of thing. That That's all I could figure. I was looking at that going, what the hell? Well, yeah, but then, of course, you have this little Hitler youth kid coming in, threatening him to take him to a concentration camp. So that doesn't really make sense. But, you know, why are we looking for rationality, reason, logic, <laughs> Jack Chick Tract? And a Jack Chick Tract, yeah, that, that's a very good point. Uh, we, we are actually as stupid as Jack Chick for trying to find something. We're about to see Jesus face to face. I thank God I'm ready to meet him. Dad, shh, here comes the monster. Why is it they keep naming these My kids God. the monster? It's the same kid. It's uh, it's Harry Garner <laughs> from the well, previous maybe, track. Maybe this is where he finally earns his place up there with Osama bin Laden. <laughs> and he comes cursing. <laughs> There's a little, a little at symbol, three exclamation points, two stars, and another exclamation point. And that's the everyone who curses in this track does the same curse. So I'm trying to figure out what that curse is. It's seven letters. My guess is asshole. What do you think? Uh, see. Yeah, that's the only one that really fits. Because, I mean, you got bastard, but that's B-A-S-T-A-R-D. Well, bastard could, fits. Could, could be bastard. Yeah. Uh, the kids call me slime because my uh, asshole or bastard parents are still married. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, I know. totally realistic. Every time I went to school as a kid, uh, I used to get picked on because my parents were still married. Yep. Oh, you're not cool. You got two parents. <laughs> yeah, it's much better when you only got one telling you what to do. And there's a little capture, caption that says, Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land. Exodus 20.12. In parentheses, Jack Chick adds, Bobby won't live long. <laughs> <laughs> I know so, all kids. Kids are dropping right and left, you know, because they're not honoring their parents. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you know what's funny is I can see one of these Christian parents reading this going, hot damn, my son or daughter hasn't been respecting me. I know they won't live long. Yee-hee, that's I'm awesome. Gonna, I'm going to threaten the shit out of those little brats. So he's <laughs> dressed, you know, in a little Hitler youth. He's got the little, uh, for some reason, um, our, like the little shoulder strap buckle that goes across his chest. He's wearing a little tie. <laughs> Straight He's got out the of little collar, medals, <clears throat> everything. This, yeah. this is ugh. so. He says, "What? What were you talking about?" And the old guy says, "Never mind, Bobby. What did you learn in school today?" He's gonna love this. Is what Bobby's thinking. My teacher said these are great for a Halloween sacrifice. She's a witch. You idiot! You knew that. Yeah, because hey, we hold- all see Wiccans out there sacrificing on Sawween. He's holding up a picture of a little kitty cat playing with a ball of yarn and a um, god, one of the ugliest puppies I've ever seen. So apparently, in school, in the end times, they will teachers will be passing out um, Xeroxed photograph copies of, of uh, good ideas for sacrificing on Halloween. <laughs> and not only that, but they're going to make sure that these animals have the surprised expression with their eyes as big as fucking possible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who took those pictures and what they were doing to those poor animals. But they're both, yeah. What the? Well, that's the well. Look at the way that cat is gripping that yarn ball. I mean, imagine what's going on. Yeah, the cat looks pretty happy. Uh, <laughs> it does have a smile. Son, you should love animals. Shut up, fool! 
he just turned into Mr. T. I don't know where that happened. Well, maybe he's got the fool. old chains in there. They're only jerks who died and came back as dogs and cats. Apparently they're teaching Hinduism in school. The teacher's a Hindu. <laughs> Didn't we just establish that she's a witch who's sacrificing animals and then all of a sudden turns into a, a Hinduist who believes in reincarnation? By the way, asterisk, reincarnation is a lie! See Hebrews 9.27. Well, thanks. Thanks, Jack. I really needed to figure out why this witch is practicing reincarnation. Because the rest of the stuff in this pamphlet is the truth. <laughs> He's got to separate that. Yeah, yeah. Is anything else going on at school? I love how interested they are in little Bobby's school day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because this happens all the time. I see you quizzing down your kids every day like this. Yep. yep. Tomorrow, a healer's going to tell us about the mother goddess. Of course, I should point out that a healer's going to tell us about the the mother goddess. Wow. Yeah, um, I believe Jack Chick has the same proofreader that um, Kent Hovind has for his tracks. <laughs> that seems to be about what it is. But hey, this teacher and healer is going to teach us how to find and turn in heretics. Yeah, Bobby's really excited about that. And I can see why. Um, he's got to learn what a heretic is. You know, heresy, I believe, started with the Christians. Uh, pagans don't care about your beliefs. The gods don't really care about what you believe as long as you do your little sacrifices and honor them. Yeah. Uh, if you don't honor them, then people get pissed off because the gods could uh, destroy that person and, of course, uh, get rid of the rest of the town. You know, put a plague on the town, that sort of thing. They don't care what you believe. Christians do because Christians were arguing amongst themselves what the right doctrines were and what they weren't. And so they were all calling each other's heretics. The, the word itself comes from Greek um, hieritikos or hierithe, uh which means choice or to choose. Um, so originally it had no kind of negative connotation to it. It was just a choice. And what the Christians are saying is you're choosing wrong. <laughs> you don't have well, a choice because there's only one true doctrine. And see, and that's that's what comes from not studying history, not looking into things, because they all believe that a heretic is what the pagans are going to scream at us once their god gets into power. All right, pa pagans couldn't give two shits about heresy; they don't no. care. As long as you sacrifice to their gods and honor them, you're fine with them. There's yeah. no such thing as heresy or heretic outside of Christianity, and of course, the ones that followed. Um, Judaism, uh, when it became, you know, split into Orthodox Judaism and that sort of thing, they argued amongst themselves. They can call each other heretics. You know, Muslims, I'm sure, think other people are heretics. Blah blah blah. But it's that strain of thought, the religion of the book, and you, you, uh, if you interpret the book in a way different than I interpret it, well, then God, you're a heretic. And so I find it very humorous that he's turned that around on the poor Christians, and they're going to be the heretics, and they're going to be persecuted for it. Well, that just shows a lack of education, and once again, would we really expect anything less from Jack Chick? Uh, yeah, and so um, one of the parents, who knows who, because a dialogue balloon's pointing off screen, says, God help us. You just said the wrong thing, you old crud. I'm pretty sure that's Grandpa, since he's calling him an old crud. Yeah, well, if Grandpa was black, he probably would have just said, you just said the wrong thing, you old goof. <laughs> but, no, since they're not... Using authentic blank li black lingo that uh, he uses crud. 
Were you about to say blingo? Blingo. Whoa, blingo. I just, made a, <laughs> I just coined a new phrase. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, yeah. <laughs> I love how this little kid, who's been raised apparently in the same family as the rest of them, um, doesn't believe in Jesus or anything like that, and he seems to be unaware that his parents are Christian. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. He's just like, we're going to find out which one of you believes. Aha! It's you, awesome. Grandpa. Bobby, go to bed right now. Uh-oh. Larry's mom said that to him. Now she's in a concentration camp for child abuse. Want to join her? <laughs> there are concentration camps specifically devoted to child abuse. Well, of course. They've got them for Christianity, so why not child abuse? Bobby's teachers have ruined him, you know, despite their strong Christian education where this kid knows all about Jesus. It was the teacher's fault because they ruined him. Yeah. Dad, when he's asleep, tell me about the blessed hope. Also called the rapture. Oh, my God. (laughs) A.K.A. the rapture. And once again, you have this guy who looks to be in his late 30s, 40s, something like that, and he has to say to his dad, teach me about the rapture, because I've never heard about it in my entire goddamn life. I have no idea what universe Jack Chick lives in. Uh, So, it says, later, at any moment, Jesus will snatch all believers up into the air and take us to heaven. This is the blessed hope. Snatch me, Jesus. I want you to snatch me. Yeah, what is it with Jesus and snatch? Jesus has a fixation on snatch, I believe. Well, we've already figured out he's an ass man, and the snatch is really close, too. So <laughs> That begins a seven-year period <laughs> called the Great Tribulation. That's after the snatch. That's after the snatch. I wonder if we can point out an anatomy and <laughs> see if we can find it. <laughs> Where's the Great Tribulation? Those left behind will serve as a satanic one-world dictator. God will hit the earth with unspeakable plagues, wiping out millions. Of course, that that's small time, man. Well, right now, we got six and a half billion people. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And uh, weren't they just complaining above about the, uh, oh, I don't know, the wars, the uh, the plagues? Weren't they yeah. complaining about that above? So what's different, Jack? Yeah, it's a sign of the end times. But wickedness will increase until the Battle of Armageddon, when Christ will return and take control of the entire world. Oh, thank God he finally did that. <sighs> you two better stop this kind of talk and go to bed. So now we got to the next day, uh, where we've got this uh, witch teacher who looks indistinguishable from a librarian. Yeah. Uh, she says, It is with great pleasure I introduce a famous New Age healer. He's so famous that uh, she doesn't even know his name. Yeah, not only that, but he almost looks like he's wearing a Ku Klux Klan-type pointy hat outfit. I I don't know. There's got a little alien skull or something, and uh, he's got two holsters, I think, on his side. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. Yeah, and then giant scar going down across his right eye. If he was such a great healer, why couldn't he heal the wound that caused that scar? <laughs> Good question. We're looking for sickos who hate our blessed mother goddess, the queen of heaven. These insane criminals believe Jesus Christ created the universe. If I turn in a sicko, will I get a reward? Yes, a big reward. I got it in my pants right now. Yes, yes, that bulge, that's not stuffed. (laughs) That ain't a cucumber, son. That's your lunch. 
Just give your teacher the names, and we will treat their illness. And then kill them. And so the kid goes home. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts. Grandpa, did Jesus create the universe? If I say yes, will your healers take me away? So Grandpa's thinking in his head. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, he might be trying to trick me here. This is a smart one. <laughs> but, <laughs> of course, Bobby says, that's none of your business. And, and once again, isn't this just a backwards question? Because this entire time he's pointing out that Christians should stand up for their belief, just like the martyrs of old, and this question comes out of him? If I say yes, will your healers take me away? Yeah, that Grandpa. kind of implies that he's thinking about hiding it. <laughs> Why are you hedging here? <laughs> you got a mansion <laughs> in heaven. Yeah, yeah. Why not just take your own life and get there to heaven real fast? Well, he screws up his courage and says, Jesus Christ is God Almighty, the creator of the universe. He shed his blood for our sins. Bobby, if you receive Jesus, you'll go to heaven too. I hate you, and I hate your Jesus. You're an insane criminal. I hope the healers kill you. Yeah, because it's so offensive for someone to believe that Jesus is God and created the universe and shed his blood for our sins. That just I, infuriates I have the same me. Reaction. Absolutely. I get so angry uh, when people tell me that stuff. Yeah, Instead yeah, of you know, just thinking, you know, yeah, these people are dumbasses, I get just really worked up and infuriated. I get so shaken, kind of like Bobby here, that diarrhea actually shoots out of my ass and goes down my leg. Yeah, um, and I, you know, I, it looks like he's having a little seizure there. Yeah, his, that's his, head, close. his head is seizing, and his finger apparently is seizing as well. Bobby then takes out, he takes off, he is running <laughs> outside the window in the no, next I, panel. The one thing I don't understand is this kid's got to be like 10, and you've got three adults standing around, and not a single one of them tackle him and say, <laughs> All right, you little shit, we're going to teach you something. Hurry, Charles, take Connie and her brother Paul to the kid. The guy doesn't know who her brother is. <laughs> He's been married to her. <laughs> he doesn't know who her brother is. You Take know Connie. the guy that's been living in the basement? Take him, too. <laughs> and her brother, Paul, to the cabin. You'll be safe there. I love you, Daddy. Twelve hours later. How long before he cracks? <laughs> Not long. We inserted microchips to increase the pain. Oh, those devils. This yeah, using health. science to increase the pain. <laughs> Microchips. That's horrible. Yeah, because uh, we all know scientists are the ones who believe in superstitious ideas. Uh, yeah, it's, it's run by the scientists. Um, so they're torturing this poor old guy. Um, he's pretty buff, I think, in the next panel. That's impressive. Yeah, so for an old man, he's buff. They're holding his head up, and he says, Who is Jesus? The creator of the universe. And I love him. And there's that same swear word again. Either bastard. Or bastard. Take this heretic away. Dispose of it or use it for food. I guess. And at that point, if we're using bastard, the other guy should say, Hey, why would you use such strong language against me? That hurts my feelings. <laughs> I love it. Now they're cannibals. They, they have no morals whatsoever. They, they yeah. eat human Christians. Well, once you lose Jesus, there's there's no telling the amounts of sliding and going downhill morally that you can do. Absolutely. Now these poor guys are running for the cabin, uh, and Connie says, We made it, Paul. 
Maybe she's saying that so her husband will remember Paul's name. <laughs> we made it. Paul? If I'm caught, I'll be tortured. I'm going to turn them in. Paul's, Paul looks like uh, Mr. Brady. <laughs> a little perm and a mustache. Yeah, with a Chester Molester mustache on. He, he is, he's Brady. Connie, I'm going after supplies. Be careful, Paul. Don't worry, sis. I'll be back by morning. I want to report two sickos. My God, he's not really going out for supplies. He went straight to the mental health center. You think he would have gone to get some pants that were in this century? <laughs> I know there's some sort of shiny corduroy material. <laughs> Striped all the way down. Maybe he thought it would make his ass look flat. Listen, corduroy is not conducive to sneaking anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Wait, I hear somebody house. a mile away. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's coming, it scares me. <laughs> Tell us all about it, friend. Do I get a reward? They always ask if they get a reward. Like, he gives a fuck. He's turning them in so he won't get tortured, now he wants a reward. <laughs> of course but you get a reward. He, he wants the big reward that uh, Bobby got, or whatever that kid's name. Yeah, he wants that same big reward. Uh, one hour later, my God, they sent out a helicopter for these two. Charles, they found us. Help us, Lord Jesus. Now this guy crashes in. I love I that he that... punches it and the entire wall is it's just falling over. It's amazing. Yeah, I know he crashes in because it says, Crash! Shoot to kill! Wait, aren't they supposed to torture them? Yeah, you would think they would put him in the mental hospital and then you know, convert them and then kill them like they have the entire time. But no, these guys are so awful that they're just going to shoot to kill. At that instant, the rapture hits. Ba-ding! Their clothes are on the floor. But where are they? It's just like, the rapture is just like the end of uh, Star Wars, right? The circle is now complete. <laughs> when I met you, I was but a learner. Now I am the master. Uh, Only a master of evil, Darth. And then Darth Vader goes and swings, and that's when the rapture hit, and Kenobi just, you know, closed his drop to the floor. Am I the only one that is wondering why you have that entire line memorized? Everyone has that line memorized. I don't have that line memorized. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you spit that out word for word. What the hell? <laughs> Listen, now I finally understand what happened at the end of Star Wars 1, right? I, well, I suppose it's episode four. Yeah, whatever. Right when Darth Vader went to strike Obi-Wan Kenobi down, the rapture hit, and his clothes fell to the floor, and his body was taken up to the clouds to be with Jesus. Okay. That doesn't explain why you have those lines memorized, though. To be ready to meet Jesus in the air, <laughs> you must believe, one, you are a sinner. See Romans 3.23. Two, there's only one way to get your sins forgiven. And that's to get the big reward. Jesus shed his precious blood to pay the terrible price for our sins. He died, was buried, and rose from the dead. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father in heaven but me. By me. I love how he puts the <laughs> parentheses in there. Um, that is probably the whitest Jesus I have ever seen. <laughs> Doesn't look Jewish at all. He's just some white dude out of the 60s, it looks like, given his beard. Yeah, he probably had a nose job as well. Have you ever seen Jesus 
with such a trim, clear nose. I mean, this dude's well, look, perfect on either side. He does look like Michael Jackson after his multiple nose surgeries. So the next caption, next panel, little Bobby grew up and died in his sins because he never prayed a prayer like this. Dear Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner. Please come into my heart. I accept you as my personal savior. Amen. Don't be fooled like Bobby. Trust, Trust Christ. Christ today, so you'll be ready for the blessed hope. Now, I'm wondering how little Bobby grew up at all, because he was disrespected to his parents, and uh, wouldn't his life be cut short? Well, that's what Jack Chick implies. I mean, uh, right there, Bobby won't live long. Well, why has he lived up to this point if he's disrespecting his parents? This whole track kills me because it shows the biggest fear of Christians is that they will lose the power that they have right now and uh, they'll be subject to the same uh, pogroms that they uh, subjected other people to when they had the power. So don't <laughs> be under any misunderstanding about this stuff. These guys want power uh, in order to force Christianity on everyone else and their greatest fear is that they will lose power and have other stuff forced on them. Jack, isn't that a great argument for the separation of church and state? Shouldn't church be separated from state so that no one can do this to anyone else and you just leave people be? But it would be a great argument if Jesus wasn't real and the only way. That's what I'm forgetting. Yeah, Jesus you're just forgetting that one little clue as to why it's so important to keep Christianity in the government. But which Christianity? Uh, Jack checks Christianity. Clearly. That makes sense. Did that have, makes what sense. have you been reading? Look uh, what's going to happen in the near future. I've been paying attention to the Catholics too much. <laughs> you will burn in hell, along <laughs> with your father, the Pope. And, and the, the other six billion people. In the <laughs> so, All right, that will about wrap up this episode. Hopefully uh, we'll be less tired next week and um, be yeah. more on the game. Once you, once again, you guys demanded it. We were tired, but no, you had to bitch, whine, and moan. So here you go, take it up the ass. You got no one to blame for this episode but yourselves. Yeah, we take absolutely no blame, like normal. Is that <laughs> any this, different? Or for the death of Pakti, that was also your fault too. Yeah, bastards. Come on, guys. You know what? Now we have bastards. to go out and take another child from Thailand. <laughs> All right, I have no uh, earthly idea what we're going to do next week, so uh, we'll maybe. try to come up with something. You know, th this um, Halloween thing that we're doing, we're trying to open our own little business here, so that's taking up a great percentage of our time. Um, so what do you think, Leighton? Should we just stop doing your religiosity? Works for me. So we might not be back next week. Da, da, da. <laughs> Thank you.